views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. And if you've never listened to my show, you can visit my show blog right now and learn more about my upcoming guests. I have a great lineup this morning. They are all in the Dances with Films Film Festival, which is taking place now. And uh, the show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you want to find out about being a guest, you can send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. Standing by to join me is Julia Marzawa. And we're going to talk about her animated short, Dragonfly, which is competing at the Dances with Films Film Festival. And she's standing by right now. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It was a fantastic film. I loved it. Thank you. Could you tell me uh, a little bit about and share with the listeners why this was such an important film for you to make? Uh, yeah. Um, it, it, to be as efficient as possible, it, it all was born from, in my early 20s, getting that bug mm-hmm. that some of us get, I think, to research, start researching my family heritage. And um, I interviewed my parents as part of that. So I actually never met any of my grandparents. The uh, adult characters in the film are inspired by my maternal grandparents, whom I've never met. Wow. And um, the story, although, although it's fictional, it's inspired by true historical events. And what motivated the story is my mom, essentially, when I interviewed her and I asked her what her parents may have been doing during World War II, Mm -hmm. she said she thought they were living in Tokyo, but then they had to return home to the family farm because there was a big fire. Okay. And I remember being in my early 20s and and thinking, oh, okay, so like a building burned down or something. Sure. I had no idea because I had no idea about the, the fire bombing. And I did a little Googling eventually and realized how many fire bombings there were throughout Japan during that time, but that this was the biggest and most destructive one. And um, what I wanted to do with the film is sort of offer uh, an homage to these grandparents that I never knew and that I'll never get to speak to and I'll never get to ask, yes. like, what their life was like. So it's, it's just sort of a, a almost like an ethereal experience of connection, Yes, I guess. Sure. Yeah. 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 And uh, now your experience with animation, did you, how did this all come, come about as far as making this animated? Yeah, it's actually funny because I had no experience with animation prior and I wasn't, it wasn't something I was considering pursuing. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, Fern Lim, who is actually one of the associate producers, she, uh, I was telling her about this story just verbally, you know, we met for coffee, I was mm-hmm. telling her about this story and I think that same day, she went to another film festival, said she saw a, a block of animated shorts, and she texted me, and she was like, that story you told me about the firebombing, have you ever considered turning it into an animated short? And, and there I it was. was like, no, no, <laughs> I, I never have. Um, cool, Fern, thanks. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't take it seriously at first, but it stuck with me. She planted a seed in my head. Yeah. And um, it kind of went from there. And it was also practicalities. It was just, it was such a powerful story that I knew I wanted to tell, but 
live action realistically, which would have required an immense amount of visual effects and CGI anyway, okay. I knew was not attainable as, you know, as a self-produced project. So I was like, okay, let's, let's look into this animation idea. But what's really great, Julia, is that now you've opened up the audience to include uh, younger people. And it's becomes, I feel like it's, it's so educational for every, any age. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What else would you like uh, listeners to know about the film? Um, well, uh, I guess the main promotional thing is that we're screening today, and you may have already mentioned this on your own, at Dances with Film in Hollywood at 4.45 p.m. at the Chinese Theaters at yes. Ovation Hollywood. Yes. Um, uh, and I think the, the main thing about my film like you, like you mentioned how it's educational, mm-hmm. and it's not one of the things that I, uh, I felt that I was also trying to achieve with it is thematically, it's not just about, it's not intended to just be like a historical war drama. Right. In fact, when I went into it, I didn't even consider it a war film until it was done. I was like, oh yeah, okay, well, this is, this is a war film. But it was very much also about the sort of, mother-daughter relationship and this sort of unspoken generational trauma Mm -hmm. and uh, the experience of uh, not actually knowing what your parents experienced when they were younger, when they were your age, and and sort of this never knowing of that. Um, So I hope that there are audiences out there who can also relate to that that and sort of see past, because, you know, it's kind of heavy. (laughs) Right, but you did part. it. Yeah, but you did it in a way that was uh, not so heavy. Great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Great. You really didn't. And the other thing is, I loved how short it was, and I thought, mm. "Ooh, what's she going to do next?" Because you, you really could uh, continue this theme of making these animated short films uh, to honor history and so yeah. people don't forget what happened. And interestingly enough, it, nothing is in the works, but when I did first start working on this, like way back in 2019, the idea was also to do another side on my paternal grandparents' side. And they were Japanese-Americans, so they were in Heart Mountain uh, internment camps. And um, so there is sort of that uh, little voice in the back of my head that's like, okay, now, now do your dad's side of the family and, and explore that story next. So yeah. nothing in the works, but it is that the other seed that has been planted. Yes, yes. So I just want to uh, give out the information to get again that Dragonfly will be screening tonight, uh, Monday, June twenty sixth, four forty five p.m. at the Chinese Theater, Chinese Six in Hollywood. Uh, there is a link to get tickets. Danceswithfilms.com forward slash Dragonfly, and all your information, Julia, is up on the show blog. This is really exciting. Um, it's like I said, it's a tribute, and I love that you also put your backstory uh, into it. It's not just mm. you know about anyone, but it's you're honoring your maternal grandparents. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard any feedback so far? I know the script won accolades. It did. So when I first wrote it, I was sort of sending it out. I was sending it out to contests and grants and competitions to try and get 
to get some money okay. <laughs> to make yeah. it. Um, and it, it got a pretty good response there. And then actually just, was it just this week, um, Film Threat did a review uh, that was very generous. They gave the film a 10 out of 10. Whoa. And um, <laughs> you know, basically said that it demands to be seen. Yes. So I've been like quoting that on my social media. It yes. was our first official review. So um, that, that was really humbling and that exciting. That is huge. And, huge. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Anybody you want to give a shout out to that was involved in the film? Uh, first and foremost, our animation director, Maria Martellinero, who, because I don't come from an animation background, really, like, held my hand through this. And, and then our lead animator, who is her um, animation partner, Eva Benitez, did all sort of the hard labor of the actual animation uh, for years. Maria's been with me on the project since 2019, and Eva came on, I believe, at the end of 2020 after I actually finally had some financing. Okay. And um, those two women are are the the laborers, like the hard laborers on the project, and they were very generous with their time. Um, and uh, I just, I the film is so much owed to them, 100. percent Fantastic. And if people want to find out more about you, where can they visit? Yeah, I'm on social media. I am on, what am I on? I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Julia Morizawa. Okay, fantastic. Once again, congratulations. Will there be a Q&A tonight? There will be, and we're part of a short block, so there will be, uh, I think, five or six other shorts, and we'll all be up there doing a Q&A immediately after the screening. Okay, and where is it going to be screening next? Um, I actually don't know. I don't have any okay. uh, official announcements. Well, keep on me that posted. Yet. Keep me posted because sure. I'll, I'll just add this to the show blog because I'm sure it will be going all over the place. Amazing. Thank right. you. I will. All right. Thank you so much for calling in again. Congratulations uh, on this fantastic animated short, Dragonfly. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Take care. If you missed any part of this conversation with Julia Morizawa about her animated short, Dragonfly, which is competing today, Monday, June, excuse me, yeah, June 26th at uh, the Chinese Theater. Um, You can listen to the podcast uh, later on in the day, if not by tomorrow. The show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a little break, and then I have more guests coming up. We're going to talk about the film Angie's Cure, which is also having a world premiere at Dances with Films Festival, uh, taking place, uh, I believe, Later this week, oh, here it is, Tuesday, June 27th, 9.30 p.m. And you can find out more about that film and all the other uh, guests on today's show by visiting the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We'll take a little break, and then we will be back. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.